0: Hey, greetings and welcome back on a Thursday morning, February 24th, 2022 at 8.09. Dad, glad to have you back with us. And uh, on Thursdays, we bring in the Grow Lincoln team. You can hear them noon on Saturdays right here on KLIN talking economic development, business news, openings, closings, relocations, and the like. And they have the uh, the word on the street for these things. Rob Eshelman, Eshelman Commercial Real Estate, Dave Alvers, Co. Uh, guys good morning how are you doing today good morning good. how are you morning, guys gentlemen good good uh good to talk to you by the way have you seen the munch madness bracket here i didn't see the
1: bracket
2: okay actually, there you go but, you uh, take I've a look at that
0: dave it. don't comment on the seatings i don't want to hear how they're wrong <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, f- the family will be voting this sunday night at will they, okay
0: my daughter filled out her bracket uh, based on what she thinks is going to happen she's got an honest abes versus muchachos championship. championship championship excuse me it's a championship but there's always upsets and surprises on the along the way if you think you know how it's going uh you probably don't and let me mention real quick before we get into our stuff voting's going to start a week from yesterday so we'll start vote she still have about a week to get out if you don't know who you're voting for on one of these go check them out and by the way, you can use our printable bracket on the website to just put a little check in the box to the places that you've been. I wanna, I wanna see if the, we got somebody who can go to all sixty-four of these over the course of two meals a day for the pendency of the tournament should do it. Okay.
1: I did. Two, I ma- went to one of them on Monday that I had. Where'd you go? T- I went to Boxcar Barbecue. I did
0: too. I went there on Friday. Oh right. Really? Because they made the field, and uh, and a friend and I were going out for lunch, and we were like, "Let's try something in the field place we have been haven't been to in the right, field." Right. Yeah. And so we went. It yeah. was busy. It was busy. Okay. It was good too. Uh, it was very good. So, so that was cool. And and one more thing, I want to announce, and I don't want to tell you guys this too. Uh, maybe you heard it, but just gonna. I don't want it to be confusing, but I really want people to, um, if they can, go to kalin. and look for uh, the link to donate to Ride United. This is a partnership between the United Way of Lincoln and the food bank and Doordash, where Doordash is donating their drivers and their time to this program to deliver food from the food bank to basically people who are in need of food but are not mobile and that's right. a that's a major issue and food bank can only do so much in terms of getting that stuff out and so this is a program United Way worldwide has started they're doing it in Lincoln and it's really cool and so we're taking donations for for that because it helps them with supply with the supplies that go along with that and to make it a little, put a little sweeter you can donate in the name of any of the restaurants that's in the Munch Madness field. And we're going to have a friendly competition. Whichever restaurant has the most donations in their name, we're giving a $2,000 advertising package here at KLIN. Oh, that's nice. Because a lot of times these places, it's, you know, it's hard with, with, to have a marketing budget sometimes. So, so
1: is the donation going to United Way yes. or to DoorDash? or To
0: U- the United Way Ride United program. Yeah. To the program. Yeah. Okay. right and it'll be and the used
1: station is donating it'll, the or is doing yes. the advertising yeah time. we're we're throwing in. You're we're just throwing we're in saying that.
0: whoever ends up with the most we're throw we're, we're giving that to to them in the end the idea is is just to to raise some money uh for this program because we think it makes a lot of sense to combine it um with what happens with Munch madness and and there's a lot of people who can't go out to eat. There's a lot of people who can't get out to get to the food bank to eat. It's our miscongeniality so part Yeah, of it's kind of like the miscongeniality. It's got nothing to do with the actual bracket or voting. <laughs> so if somebody goes out on Wednesday right away, they can still, that restaurant can still get donations in their name throughout the entire thing and they could still end up with the advertising package okay so, and still be a winner and still still be a win everybody's winners right. in the bracket though but somebody gets to be an uh, extra special winner because they're gonna show up here a lot on on KLI and over the course of the next several months so anyway just want to throw that out here in case anybody asks you
1: guys uh all right and I, and I will say that that business owner said a thank you to kale when i came in and bought my lunch i said oh, yeah. oh, i heard about it on munch madness and he, he was appreciative
0: very you know? good well that's what it's about that's what it's about getting uh getting people out to those places all right let's uh let's jump into what's going on dave you want to start with the permit
2: yeah uh it looks like Domino's Pizza is going to be going in at 2801 Pine Lake. I saw a permit that came up uh, for that. So hmm. that's the strip center uh, where Robin the Starbucks to... one? Yeah. The, the there's food, a, there's the, a
1: spot in there? The food that court was... across from the mall. <laughs> I, I'm
2: scratching my head. I don't know which space they're going I to go They're a...
1: pretty full over there. I'm they not are sure. <laughs>
2: But that's the center, yeah. Yes, yeah, so one hundred and seventy-five thousand uh, dollar permit. Pull. There's already been a lot of places that that hosted a lot of places.
0: Had, does host has in the past? Um, yeah, Starbucks. Uh, there's a there's an IHop Chipotle. There there's a there's a the pasta place. There's there.
1: Mediterranean.
0: Soup was there. You had uh, you had Le Pepper Le Jacks Le, is you, there. You had Le Pepper- there for a while. Mm-hmm. You had a little wine bar there for a while. You had noodles. You have the mm-hmm. the the. Pet's Hotel that looks like it's pet shuttle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no fish world though. <laughs> but, <yes. laughs> no sushi. Um, Red Robin.
0: Red, Red yeah. Robin. Yep. In, Not too far. In, yeah. Same yeah. group. There was a cherry on top there for a while. Yes! The yogurt yes, place. That's right. I mean, we're going over this thing. This isn't even that old, and we can go through the history of been... of all of the places. Oh, over there. Yeah. Crave, a guitar center. Crave Did I see that? used to. Be Crave there. used to be there when they won Munch Madness. They oh, were there. Right. Yes. All right. All right. Thank you for that. So, Domino's will be going in there all right and uh what what do we have here uh in our drinking through the pandemic update robin
1: southwest omaha exposition and racing is being replaced by Nebraska Horsemen's Benevolent Association doing business as Lincoln Racecourse. So we're, you know, kind of some something going on over there by this new proposed hotel and casino um, applying for a CK liquor license, expanding apparently into catering. Okay. So, yeah, someone is, is seeing some opportunity here. Well, and got- they're coming in and adding on. I'm, I'm
0: sure they're going to have some event space there I at that new hotel. So- Oh that they yeah, we're gonna want to go to caterer. You're for, just gonna so. see these
1: little, you know. Last week it was a it was a convenience store, a used stop mm-hmm. yep. that was mm-hmm. announced across the. We're seeing these little things bubbling up.
0: Yep. All right, um, another liquor license here, Dave on yep. Cornhusker.
2: Yeah, uh, La Habana social Cl- uh, social hall. Uh, they applied for a liquor license in the basement of that facility, uh, and if you notice it, it's kind of an interesting building because. First off, we don't see very many commercial buildings with basements, and it's just a single story building on top of things Huh,
1: so, interesting but this is pretty close to the so there's a scooters at thirty third right so would be about a block away yeah, and, I know a, that a new yeah. a new social hall okay. mm-hmm. and um as we know, there are not enough of those if you are yeah. trying to plan a wedding
2: <laughs> yeah yeah and 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 this has had a lot of uh a lot of different ethnic uh restaurants and bars Me- and
1: mexican yeah. mm-hmm. food restaurants
2: yeah
0: um all right so let's go to the uh airport area what do we have going on over
2: here
1: um yeah you know about that one yeah uh
2: this was a pretty good sized building permit that happened uh technical address is uh 3833 north park uh duncan aviation is going in and doing their phase one of a parking lot which you know they're you know, people don't realize how expensive these things can be. Mm-hmm. You know, demo, excavation, grading, asphalt, uh, uh, paving culverts, and some lighting. Almost $1.9 million. Now, this is still a property that is owned by Jeez. the airport authority. Holy so, cow. That is uh, a, uh, Yeah. Uh, party almost, lots are expensive, almost, huh? almost a couple million dollars. Well, of course, you know, they've got... <laughs> They got a big, big planes that they, or, you know, yeah. they've got planes and jets that they need. To yeah, if you've
0: with. never been out there, by the way, to oh, see it or take a tour, and um, if you can't, I don't know what they have, what you can do publicly, but I've had a chance to to go in there and see some of it. It is, it is really cool, and especially if you're you're kind of into that stuff as well. So, very cool deal um all right let's uh, go to some hospital and healthcare news here next
1: medical news here um and we've been we talk about this from time to time about that corridor of south 40th and yankee hill i mean really you could almost say it starts at pine lake road because you've got that brian hospital there mm-hmm. but now you go down to 40th and yankee hill so like catacorner diagonal from target mm-hmm. and there's there's a medical facility under construction. The walls are up CHI now. CHI has a facility. They're doing the. The road is closed, but you can see it from 40th. CHI has a big medical facility. So you keep going down the road, um, further south on there, and heading towards Roca a and a big cancer center going in there. Um, that that was named after the wife of of one of the of the owner of Sampson Construction, the April Sampson Cancer Center, in oh. her honor. He donated the land and oh. her, her name. It was a really touching story. Um, so it's kind of a joint partnership between Sampson Construction and then Bryan Medical Center, Cancer Partners of Nebraska at South 40th and Rokeby. So now we're seeing that annexed into the city. They've been working on the on Rokeby Road, paving that. Right, and they've been working on 40th. And 40th, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a new yeah. roundabout on
2: 40th there um, also. Yeah, Uh, so
1: lots of medical, that's going to be a regional medical draw there, regional. And
2: you've got other
0: medical buildings, I know you've got a, I mean, among other things, I know there's a a pediatrics office out there as well that I've been to, and not me personally, I mean. They weren't serving me, but you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, that, they, they've got those, those sorts of places. It's crazy, because, I mean, it doesn't feel like it was long ago. You'd go sit at that Target in that parking lot, and you'd look to the south, and it was Cornfield. It, like Agla- it was Agland. <laughs> yeah, there was... Like, every time I'll drive by it, and I know, you know, it's, it's been a while since you've had a bunch of those car dealerships that are out there, but it felt like that moved, boom, really fast yeah. with everything out there.
1: Now, this, is, this annexation is giving permission for a hotel to be built so this as far as i know would be the closest to the south bypass right
2: oh you know robin i hadn't thought about that. i don't that, know but I-
1: of any other hotel being proposed well
0: and you know you have a place like that where you know there, there's i don't know what kind of a facility exactly it is medically too but but if you've got people who are there you know with family or something like that that'd yeah. be something that would be used there, right right, yeah. right. but, yeah. but yeah, yeah you're right that would be a that that probably won't last that long, but...
1: Yeah, there'll be another one. Yeah, but there's, but there's. yeah, you know, you think about what that bypass could be. And, you know, it may be just a regional Midwest medical center, but hey, we'll take it. You right. know, that's a great thing if we can... If that bypass is a magnet for some things yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, get hotels out there, get restaurants out there, get places like that. And frankly, let's get some a little gimmicky out there, too. Gotta have that. I, well, I, w- I pull personally. Off too. I want water or, park.
1: Me. You want cool Water crest. park, golf
0: course, uh, mini replica of the Lincoln Memorial. I don't know. <laughs> something. We need something. I'm telling you, I've been a driver before. Gimmicks get me off the road, <laughs> spending money in the yeah. community. So don't be afraid. Just a little portion of it. These things are also amazing and great, but just to reserve a little gimmicky area.
2: <laughs> but think about the money that will be generated by this facility, because, you know, these hospitals have very good jobs mm-hmm. and, and a lot of jobs. Yeah. And so. Uh, Boy, the construction it, it, well, just, dollars, the not sales only that, I mean, tax. Yeah, just running a hospital is is intensive you know you yeah. got a lot of people that it takes and they get paid well yeah no
0: yeah. there's no doubt about it and and listen when covid got really bad you heard about these communities that didn't you know have the health care infrastructure that, that we've got mm-hmm. uh here and so something yeah. that i'm i'm thankful for about lincoln uh let's go to the hay market
1: um south hay market b- before the city council this um this month telesis meadow gold that's an office and warehouse condo red office and warehouse condominium okay. renovation okay the streets are 7th street 8th street l street and m street so okay. we're talking kind of right in the heart Ooh. of the south Haymarket area just kind of right in the middle there Ooh. that used to be historically a me- Meadow gold dairy complex they have been you know a lot of people in lincoln have no idea about this they have been putting geothermal wells in there um How do you say it?
2: (laughs) Imperium.
1: Imperium Brewing Company is doing a brew house in the next phase and then the phase after that will be 30 to 35 residential units so they're going to have just about everything in that block office industrial apartment i
0: haven't even moved into my Lee place (laughs) penthouse yet but i don't know don't miss
1: out (laughs) this is
0: calling my name too this might be i don't know if i can afford both of them and the beatrice vacation home but (laughs) i guess i'll ask this is metal gold are you getting free milk like free unlimited milk with your condo i think all that you i think all
1: you get is a name on the plaque on the building i want it negotiable
0: <laughs> i want i want a gallon of milk every two days because we go through at least that with my son
2: <laughs> it's kind of a neat building uh even now i've been in it uh with in, in their offices it would oh, be, be a
0: great lo- I, mean, I mean it'd be yeah. a good look i mean there's other places over sure. there too but it'd be a cool location
1: and you know for the people who haven't really followed it they've been planning to do something in the south hay market for years and they've right. been working on and there's know, gonna be more street there. improvements yeah. and stuff like
0: that all right uh real quick tell me about saturday noon robin
1: a group of lincolnites just got back from jordan and dubai Mm. on a trade mission, a group from Lincoln. Um, Pretty exotic, pretty fascinating. We look forward to hearing from them. And did the high school rodeo this past summer at Lancaster Event Center have a financial payoff to the community? Dr. Eric Thompson from UNL College of Business is in to do a report on that.
2: That'll be interesting to me. Yeah. I'd like to hear what the impact is. Looking
0: forward to listening to that at noon on Saturday and invite all of you to tune in to Grow Lincoln and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. you have any questions for them about something going up in your neighborhood and what it is, they'll find out. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you. 825, Kale's got sports next on KLIN. I like
3: the local news because it doesn't get into all these politics. Get today's top news in
0: sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com all right it is 8 37 on lnk today with jack and friends five degrees in the capital city but t- i mean i'll tell you what yeah i was uh, a little bit back to winter here but the forecast that i've got up here uh getting to 30 sunny tomorrow saturday 48 and sunny because i have garage clean out day on saturday caleb and so I think I'm not going to be able to get out of it. 48 and Sunny is probably... I'm still going to have to do it. And I I know our next guest can probably relate to this. Those two days after you clean your garage are the absolute best days and then it's back to the you know 6 months of it being a disaster. Um but I'm going to enjoy the beginning the next week. And then next week we got 60 67 67 48 65 64. <laughs> just got to get this going for Do you just a need minute. like a better organized garage? Do you need shelves? Do you need- I have shelves. It's just I don't know. You get you get uh, Greg, you can relate to me right on that. You probably have a super clean garage always, I suppose. <laughs>
3: When the pandemic hit, my garage, you could have eaten up floor of my garage. <laughs> I'm out there every dang day just cleaning it.
0: I don't know what it is about our garage. I'll get it like looking Gouveret, And then they, you always have the same thing, or we do at least, where we go through. We got like the tubs of sports equipment and stuff. And I'm like, okay. We do not need thirteen slow pitch softballs anymore. What what do we even have this for at this point? But they're like, I don't know. We shouldn't. You know, sometime we may play racquetball or something, and so we can keep, keep everything. So when you're out, uh, when you're out in Texas, uh, Greg, be thinking of me, okay? On on Saturday while you're doing, or at least I'll have you to listen to, which is part of the reason why I timed it that way. So that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, all right, so let's let's start with this last weekend. Uh, one and three. But one thing I do want to have a little context about that you could probably fill us in. and You mentioned it last week about Sam Houston State. I think you know. I think some people probably saw okay the opponent of Sam Houston State, and you're thinking okay, well in football they're not even an an FBS school. What is uh, what is that level of of competition there from uh, from Sam Houston State, and how is that series going to kind of look in context to the season? You
3: no, know, they're pretty good. The, the ten straight winning seasons. They made a super regional. In 2017, so the same year Nebraska won their first Big Ten title Mm -hmm. with that Darren Erstad team. That that Sam Houston team made it to the Super Regional. It was pretty competitive against Florida State. So it's a good, solid program. Just not one of those great big names. That's the difference with college baseball is that you'll get a Sam Houston, a Coastal Carolina. You'll get the Long Beach State. You're going to get some of those names that are really good programs. And you're right that you can't relate it to the football side of things. It's just a different level. In fact, Jack, they went Tuesday night and beat number three Oklahoma State up in Arlington. So yeah, uh, they came that. off the three one series, went over to the Huskers, and they go beat the Cowboys. They might be ranked next week for Sam Houston. So it was okay. a good quality opponent that Nebraska played. But yes, having said all that. Still disappointed to go one and three that that's a series you d- definitely want to try to get out of there with a
0: split yeah but without a doubt so we can talk in more specifics about it but i want to start about uh start talking about the buns injury i was listening to you guys while we were driving home from from uh, norfolk on friday night and kind of heard when the whole thing happened and right away I, the way you guys were talking about it i was like oh man that sounds that sounds really bad and it sounds like that is what it is um how does that how does that impact i assume you know from talking to you last week and remembering last year he was is going to be a major part of the bullpen. How do you fill that hole now going forward?
3: It's the worst part of the weekend. By far worse than going one and three is to lose buttons for the season because he's just a guy with, with a lot of experience late in games to get you big outs. He's a great competitor, a left-hander who just would go after batters. And so now you don't have that. It's just one less one less uh, weapon you have in that bullpen late in games. Now Nebraska's got a lot of depth in that at part of the team, so they've got other people. But he, he just would—he's gonna be hard to replace just because of what he brings. So my heart goes out to him. It's his yeah. second arm injury. Can he come back Ugh. for next year? I don't know. Uh, I, he was just pretty devastated the rest of the weekend because we—you know—he's still around the team because we couldn't just put him on a plane and fly him home. Right. So his spirits are pretty low because I think he knew right when it happened that uh, that was probably Ugh. it for him and. Uh, That's
0: just heartbreaking. And he was so fun to watch, too. And I think you alluded oh. to that last week, but he pitched with some some emotion, and I think the team fed off that last year.
3: Sure did. I mean, he's not afraid to look in the other dugout when he would walk off the mound. In fact, he got warned practically <laughs> every time he took the mound with the Empire's son. Just turn your back and go the <laughs> other way. <laughs> But that fired the guys up. That that was the kind of mentality that we're here to play and we're here to beat you. Mm -hmm. And now that they're going to have to find somebody else to kind of supply that little uh, little extra oomph for them.
0: Um, I'm sure it was a a tough week at practice. What do you think was on the list of of, of, on the top of Will Bolt's list of places where they need to they need to do better uh, if they're going to compete the way that they think they can this year.
3: Well, I think two things really disappointed him. One was obviously the starting pitching. I mean, you play four games and you only get ten in the third innings out of your starters. I think that was really disappointing. He's going to need better efforts out of Perry, Shannon, and McCarville this week than he got last week. So I think he probably really challenged them. And the other was the the defense on the infield. Uh, they feel like they're going to be an elite defensive infield, and they they made errors at third, short, and second last week that were all key in some of those games that they lost. And so I'm sure he really. Kind of challenge those guys. That you've got to be better on the infield, make the simple plays, and that's the errors came on really simple plays, mm-hmm. and they opened the door to big innings for Sam Houston, and that's kind of a twofold thing. One, you can't errors are going to happen, so then you have to overcome them, and that's up to your pitcher and to kind of the mentality to shut it down after that, and that did not happen last week. Uh, Max made the the first big error Friday night week. Huskers had battled back to tie the game at five. He makes an error to start the seventh inning that opened the door to a three-run inning, and that was the game there. And mm-hmm. and, and then you had Core Jackson, the the freshman from Canada, make.
0: Still have you there, Greg? Hello. All right, Greg. You can... We will see if Caleb Caleb can uh can get him back as we're talking about Nebraska's series against Sam Houston State. Of course, just a reminder, they do take on TCU coming up Friday's night. Friday night's game is going to be on the bone. Um Friday's night will be on the bone. And so we'll be back on because we have basketball that night with Nebraska basketball taking on Iowa. And so hopefully we can get Greg back here. Here, Caleb, do you, do you want this? Let's see. There, there you go. There you go. We'll get, get Greg back on the line. Uh, but yeah, the series with TCU will start out on the bone, then uh, back on KLIN throughout the rest of the weekend. When we have those basketball, baseball situations, we're gonna put we're gonna put baseball over there on the bone. That's where I was listening to on Friday night of of this week. Uh, Greg, you were ju- you were just talking about some of those er- er- errors, including um, the one in the outfield by by Jackson is where we lost you there. Just dude, you yeah, kind of finish that thought. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so you, basically, you got to clean those things up, and and I think Ben made the comment uh, and Sunday as we were kind of recapping the series that it looked like a northern school that had had some time outside, but not quite sharp with their game against the southern school that you know practices daily outside, and so hopefully that gets cleaned up this weekend and better cuz this is a good team. You use yeah. a good team that they're going to face here this weekend.
0: One more thing on the pitching, you know, it was it's interesting cuz when Kyle Perry came back last year at the end of the season off that injury, like what we saw on Friday was kind of what I thought maybe you would see from him, but he came back so strong right after that injury and, and high leverage situations that I think that was the one of the starting pitching that that surprised me the most throughout the entire thing.
3: I yeah, I totally agree. And I but I think he'll respond. He's a such a competitor. But I think he was really upset with himself the way he got after it. And we went back and looked. Kate Povich, who was so dynamite, dynamite last year in the Friday roll, his opening start last year against Purdue was really rocky. He That's only right. went four innings and had about four or five walks. And he locked it in. I, I would kind of expect the same thing out of Perry. Uh, uh, tomorrow night, I guess uh, against D.C.U.
0: Um, so, uh, uh, kind of the guys you had a chance to see more extensively for the first time. Of course, some veteran guys, but some new guys. Uh, what? Wh- wh- who stood out to you? Who did have good good weekends that bode well for the rest of the season?
3: Luke Jessen, young man from Elkhorn South. He'll remind you a little bit of, of Michael Pritchard,
0: mm-hmm. who was
3: a fan favorite during his days. Uh, yeah, but this kid. This kid went seven for eleven. Last week, in his first first weekend of college baseball, he's hitting over 600, and the 11 at bats is not a small sample size. It wasn't like he just went two for three in one game, but he just seems like he knows what he's doing with the bat and knows how to spread. He hit opposite field hits, he pulled some, so it looks like he's going to use the whole field. They're going to have a tough time keeping him out of the lineup, so he might he might grab a hold of that DH role. But then Josh Karen, the backup catcher, he rocked a double in a DH. Uh, appearance in Sunday's game so uh, those two freshmen really stood out to me as guys that it doesn't look like it's too big for them it looks like they're ready to compete and help this team out so those are really a couple of big bright spots that I saw over the weekend and, and let me go back to the pitching too real quick the starters were bad but the bullpen pitched to a 2.7 ERA for the weekend good. as many innings as they had to throw that's really good so that tells you more about the, the depth that I think this team has on the mound.
0: So uh, you know, I remember watching TCU in the College World Series multiple times. Obviously, they're uh, you know a, t- a tough Big Twelve. I, you know, I assume this is not going to be any any easier of a situation opponent wise for Nebraska than what we saw last weekend. You
3: no, know, in fact, that this, this probably has a little better starting pitching than Nebraska saw last week from Sam Houston, and, and they've got a new coach. Their coach took over for Rob Childress at A and M. So they've got a they've got a new head coach. Oh. They've gotten off to a good start. Uh, they're three and one after their first weekend to play so this will be a challenge this will also be just a fun weekend jack because we're gonna play at globe life field which is the new home of the texas mm-hmm. Rangers, so a beautiful new ballpark can't wait to walk in and and see that so great opportunity for the guys to so not only play in a great facility but play a really good team and and try to respond from the, the one and three start that they had this past weekend.
0: Yeah, TCU ranked uh, 17 according to at least one of the uh, one of the publications here. And and just a heads up again for listeners: game Friday night, six o'clock. Uh, First pregame is going to be at five thirty. That'll be over on the bone, and then we'll be back here Saturday afternoon while I'm cleaning the garage, starting at two o'clock. So that time's out perfect. And then one uh, o'clock on uh, on Sunday's game as well. Um, and 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 then Greg, uh, you guys are in what? You're in Texas three weekends in a row right yeah yeah right back to Arlington next weekend as well and then
3: real exciting for the home opener in two weeks with Long Beach State I don't know if anybody saw this but they went open their season at Starkville Mississippi yeah. Mississippi State and they won the series <laughs> and Mississippi State's the defending national champion, so that's gonna be a real challenge for that home opener here in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, man, you you look at this schedule, and it's always interesting in college baseball. I think some of the, you know, those earlier years you remember, Greg, you'd have Oregon State in that first weekend, yep. and you, and there were sometimes I was like, man, they just they kicked off the schedule so hard at the beginning. Uh, you know, you kind of wonder where that sweet spot is when it comes to scheduling, and, and not that I blame anyone, but you you kind of you've you've got to think about the RPI, but you also want to kind of have a little bit of a good. Record record i mean i'm sure uh, i'm sure we'll talk more about this next week northwestern state and, and tech ut arlington both in those same regions that are always good and then you get long beach in then you get in mexico state and then you get you know corpus christi and then all of a sudden it's conference season in michigan there's not you know the the i, I don't see the cupcakes really in this this non-conference schedule
3: and and will's not going to put many on he, yeah. he wants to challenge his team and also you have to be you have to be cognizant of the RPI, which is still such a big play in college baseball. But you better be, you better win some games against those good teams. You can't just play them and go zero and three and zero and four. You've got to get some wins so that when the committee evaluates you in May, they go okay. They played a really challenging schedule and they battled really hard. So I, I think he understands the formula. He gets it. He knows it. And but the key now is you got to go get a couple Ws while you play these good teams. Yeah,
0: I, I'm glad to see because I think. I mean, last year, I can't totally recall. I just remember, you know, seeing when Nebraska was matched up by Arkansas, thinking, boy, they could be in line to host a regional. I was shocked to see it. I mean, probably something that that had to do with the RPI, didn't it? The, the way that decision was made last year?
3: Sure did. I mean, the Big Ten probably got slighted a team or two because they didn't play any non-coms last year. They just played themselves. And so... The committee had a hard time kind of judging how good was the Big Ten because we didn't see a Nebraska play a Sam Houston or a TCU or Michigan go battle a a Texas Tech or somebody like that. So the league i think got penalized a little bit last year because they didn't play anybody out of conference
0: yeah yeah that's uh yeah that so hopefully you know uh get get a few wins here and hopefully that'll change the way things look here this season as well anything catch your attention just in terms of big 10 scores standings anything here this weekend i didn't have a chance to to yeah. check in on a lot of it besides nebraska but what caught your attention there
3: yeah there was it was a pretty good weekend for the league maryland went to, to waco and swept Baylor. So that that's a pretty wow. good indicator that Maryland's going to be maybe the team to beat in the league. So that's a really good start for them. Michigan went and played in Arlington, where Nebraska will be this weekend, and, and they played a classic where they rotated through three teams. They had Texas Tech on the ropes, ended up getting beat 7-6. to six. They thumped K-State, and then they played a pretty good uh, Arizona team. So the, they, they stepped into the, the big ring and, and fought pretty hard. But the Maryland sweeping Baylor on the road was a really – that's a good thing for the league, but yeah. it also tells you Maryland may be maybe a team to reckon with.
0: I, I hesitate to conference cheer just for the purpose of conference cheering, but I, I think know. in baseball I I think in baseball I can do it, especially in these games after after what happened last year. So I'll just, you just don't do it like in football. Right. You know no, I'm not doing it in a bowl that. game when <laughs> Iowa plays Kentucky. Okay? <laughs> Just clearing that up once and for all. That is a very different situation than Maryland playing Wake Forest in baseball. Okay, right. Now that so I've you, got the you know we
3: have we have spring football starting here in about four days. How I know.
0: That? I didn't even. I'm going I was so into baseball. I'm not even leaving time for that. We will have to delve into that, Greg. This is going to be you know for listening to Sports Nightly here on KLIN and and talking to you on Thursdays. This is going to be as fascinating a spring as we've had in a long oh. time since. Well, obviously since Scott Frost got here for the first year.
3: The running back position, the wide receiver position, the competition is going to be intense. And obviously, we can't wait to see what these new quarterbacks look like in this thing. So mm-hmm. there's just going to be a lot of fun storyline over the next six weeks for that. And here, a shameless plug for Sports Nightly tonight, it is Trev Alberts' monthly radio Ooh. show at 6 o'clock tonight. So there's a lot to talk about, obviously, with Trev Alberts, Where what's going on with the basketball programs yeah. Uh, you know, does he have any information about the survey that they put out about five weeks ago? So there's a lot oh, to, to delve in and hear from him tonight.
0: Let's hope no one from Western Nebraska fires anyone <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah we'll see if eric from kozak <laughs> comes, comes out of the out of the woodwork again
0: for this. oh that hey uh greg i feel for you sometimes on those show i'll just say that i feel for you uh you know i don't remember him calling coach
3: hoiberg he used to call coach miles very uh, pretty much every week he would be on with coach miles and he said he had to let him go so now i, I guess maybe he maybe he's got more power in this than we've realized I, yeah
0: i did i mean i think it's bigger news that eric and kozad is shadow running the hr department at the yeah. athletic department i'm surprised <laughs> right. people haven't picked up on that more seems like a uh that seems like a big story <laughs> and, and, and greg last thought I, you know i also uh women's basketball last night like they're in the ncw tournament right now we're talking yeah. about I mean, Caleb and I were talking It'd be so nice if they could really bump up in the Big Ten tournament, get to one of those top four season hosts. I think they'd probably have to win that tournament now. But uh, is it your thought that we're looking, you know, what, five, six, seven, eight seed in that range right now?
3: I think they're probably a seven seed. I think the Penn State boss probably knocked them off the six line. But you're right. If they go and make a run in Indianapolis next week, and that tournament's next week, I think they could bump up a, a line or two on the seed line. So it, this has been fun. It's a it's a group that's really been entertaining to watch. Yeah. Now they have to go beat Northwestern Sunday because that's going to be for the sixth seed in the Big Ten tournament. The Huskers win, they'd be the number six seed in the Big Ten tournament. If Northwestern wins tonight and beats the Huskers on Sunday, they'd be the sixth seed. So there's still something to play for on Sunday.
0: And just a, a shout-out to the listeners here. If you don't have anything to do Sunday afternoon, Tickets are very affordable. It's a fun yeah. experience. I brought my family there on, on Sunday. We had a great time there. Uh, they want to go again, so we'll be in the house. But, man, it would be nice, Greg, to see that place. And the crowds have been good, but it would be great on senior day to have that thing completely, you know, bottom area completely full. That'd be nice. Yeah,
3: and I'm, I think they're only honoring one. I think they'll only have one senior, yeah. so it's really not It's not going to be real quick. Right. <laughs> well, I, the men, I think, have seven that they're introducing yeah. on Friday night.
0: Oh, I hope they can beat There'll be, be a lot of tears. Yeah, just beat Iowa, and I will I will take it as uh, I'll forget the rest of the season. <laughs> that's all I need on Friday night, but that's another story altogether. Hey, thank you so much, Greg. Uh, enjoy Texas, and we'll catch up again Thursday. All right, we'll be listening. Sounds good. Thanks. Go Craig Sharp. 8-5, we'll take a break. Selling K today with Jack and friends on KLIN.
3: Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for The Daily at KLIN.com. Yeah.
0: All right, that's it for Thursday. Six degrees in the capital city as we wrap things up tomorrow. Caleb, request line Friday. We urge you, text into the Rick Stein Recognition. Uh, text line now if you want to request something. ASAP, 402-479-1400. Th- that means we play more than two seconds of your song, because at the end, <laughs> it gets frantic. Whatever you want this week on request line Friday. We'll see you then. Nine o'clock, and Lincoln.